What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of yours, CEO Hayes, joined by the family. First up, we got the first lady, Miss Mary Almonte's in the building. Hey, hey. The fuck hey, is that? Thank you. Thank you. We also got okay. Baylor the Great. What's going on, Baylor? <laughs> yay, yay. We also got the Rare Wine Connoisseur, aka the Hip Hop Historian, Marquis. Bring your kids. Dude, did you go on a Dave Chappelle like binging? Like what the fuck? This <laughs> is the, ra- the randomest right, references niggas. to bring up all out of nowhere. But you know, <laughs> would he if, if he was half black, half white? Would he hate himself? Absolutely, Dave Chappelle. No, I'm talking about um Clayton Bixby. Bixby. I mean, because he sued himself for put his wife or divorced his wife for being a nigga she's lover. A nigga lover. Yeah. One of the greatest skits of all time. Oh, all time. but <laughs> let's get into this shit. So let- my bad. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Last week, we started off with uh, some news with Jay-Z in legal trouble. This week, we're starting off with Dame Dash in legal trouble. So Dame Dash apparently tried to sell... Uh, his ownership, his part of the Reasonable Doubt uh, album as an NFT. This was since, like, they're being sued to stop it. Uh, he's come out to, at first it was it was that he was trying to sell Reasonable Doubt, but now it's just his, his one-third share of Reasonable Doubt he's trying to share as an NFT. This NFT shit is going way too fucking far. Uh, who wants to take this one away first? So, how, what part of... His share is he selling an image of the picture? Like, what is he selling exactly? His he owns one third of the of the masters in the publishing of. So how can you sell it as an NFT? I don't I don't know, but that's what he's trying to sell as an NFT. Hmm. Um, damn, bro. <laughs> Again, you can't have a conversation with your people. I mean, are they are they at odds like that? I mean, do you need money that bad? Like, you would you think, take care of people. You would think oh. that that he wouldn't want to share that because that has to be generating a certain amount of income every year. Like that is like something that you would want to hold on to for as long as possible. But you know, who knows? Mary, what do you think? Um, I think that this NFT shit is really still the wild, wild west. So I'm curious to see what other interesting lawsuits we get out of this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't know what's up with Jay Z lately. <laughs> It's like a lot. Yeah, the third time he's been in the past couple of weeks, we've heard about him. We've heard right? about him more like, in the past three weeks. We've heard about him all year. Now, <laughs> yeah. He was on on now on suing. the shop. Mm-hmm. Really, what do you think? Uh, maybe they just want to call out, cut all ties from him, and that's probably why you want to get rid of it. You know. Uh, I highly doubt that, because I mean, <laughs> he even said that Jay Z tried to buy his shares from him. As recently as last year, so that could have been your out if you just wanted to cut all ties. Unless he got a, a better offer. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So it sounds like there's two things. He's looking to buy, sell off his shares of Rockefeller, but he's also looking to sell images of Reasonable Doubt of his portion of it as an NFT. So there's two uh, things it looks like. That, that second part is kind of iffy right there. So, yeah, so he's basically trying to sell his third of Rockefeller. That's what it looks like, his ownership in the Rockefeller Records company or whatever, which he should sell to Jay-Z realistically, but unless he's trying to piss Jay-Z off or whatever, but the NFT is something different. That's not like, how could he sell that? I gotta, we got to do a little research on that one because something's up. Something's up in the rock. And I think you pointed out with the whole... 
Listen, that video, <laughs> that video fucked me up. I've watched that shit like three times, but uh, nonetheless, which Mary sitting there, you know, Mary when her hair is like that, she kind of looks like the girl from the ring, like she's ready to just hop out the screen. Uh, All right, uh, <laughs> you know what? We're not doing that. That was the last scary movie I saw, actually, because it scared me so bad. You don't watch scary movies, Mary? No. You grew up in Staten Island. You don't watch scary movies? What does that mean? The Purge? The whole Wu-Tang Clan is Boogeyman. That's what I'm saying. Respectfully. You are the Boogeyman. You shouldn't be afraid of none of these niggas. See? That's that ring she's breaking up. Anyway, moving on. That man was walking around with a glass eye for like two years. Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 You didn't see Gone Girl? No. Gone Girl? That's not a a scary movie. Anything with Ben Affleck in it is scary. Yo, stop it. Listen, no, that's, right now. that's 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 normal normal Karen life. She was just doing it to a white man rather than a black man. Like this, I just I right. and, the, and the last scary movie Ben Affleck was in was filmed by DC. All right, Ooh. so moving right along, we're gonna go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> since our last episode, Juneteenth became a national holiday. We got a, a national holiday over the. Did anyone get off for for? The, I'm gonna say this. I did. You did? Well, hats off to you. You should have. You you well, earned that. Well, show. no. Some of our meetings were canceled. <laughs> oh, okay. But you know, we are a startup at my job, so couldn't can't, like take the whole thing. But yeah, if you know, not for nothing, Biden didn't sign it in until like two days before Juneteenth, so it was like <laughs> very abrupt. We didn't know what to well, do. Was there, I mean, were people holding him up? Maybe. But... They had to be in front of him for a bit. I mean, you know, we don't know what happened behind the scenes, but. We don't know if he can read. Oh. This is my, this is my thing. And I, I don't give a fuck. I'll take the heat on this. There's something that irritates me about white people getting off for Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. There's something that, that is str- extremely problematic about white people getting a national holiday and a paid day off work for Juneteenth. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Yeah. Do we they get off Jewish holidays? Cotton or something on that day. Do we get off Jewish holidays? Where are we at today? But there's black. <laughs> 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 All right. So look, since we there, let's go there then. Let's fuck it. Let's go there. You know, if they had to pick something, what would it be? If who had to pick something? Is this a people? dad joke? No, 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 no. Because I, I honestly do not have the punchline to this yet. So that's why I'm asking y'all the question. If white if people had, had to go pick if something they had to and work, physically what would it pick be? something? Yeah. If we if we could make them pick something, what would it, what would it be? Or right, he's about to come up with the most. I don't know because they really don't have many I'm skills. Many skills other than genocide and appropriation. <laughs> they really don't have many other skills in that. Like, <laughs> no, but what I'm, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is because they say. I mean, I heard somebody say they should go out there and pick cotton. I don't want them to go out there and pick cotton. I want them to pick something else. They should go pick seaweed off from the bottom of the ocean floor without a fucking snorkel. Oh, <laughs> Golly, where did you get the plastic out of the ocean? There you have. It. All right, we're just getting crazy. Then you'll what? just be adding more plastic. Oh, Kardashian! Oh, 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 o
<laughs> oh God, that was a good one. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, All right. Everyone's favorite birac- biracial rapper uh, who <laughs> retired uh, has officially announced his comeback. He is un- he is coming out of retirement, which he never. What did it last? Like eight months. Yeah, probably less than that. Wasn't he a villain? The villain thing, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He even he okay, dropped yeah. the album under alias not too long ago, but um, that didn't work out, did it? No. I got a question, real quick. We real reviewed quick. that album, and I honestly don't even remember what it sounded like. Me, me too. Which album we talking about? Logic's album that he dropped it? that he dropped under that super villain moniker. I don't remember what it sounded like at all. We reviewed it. It was horrible. I remember. I remember us talking was that, about was, it. It, was that was that the track that had uh, he had a track called DeLorean? Nick, I, did you know, I don't remember. Matter. I don't okay. know. It doesn't so matter. Now, As so a Logic the point fan, is now he's coming back. Yeah. As a Logic about... fan, he's he's just doing this the wrong then, way. I got a question. Then where's the Logic? I just can't. That joke, rank number. That's that's got to be ranked in the he top. He should have. He honestly, he should he should have just dropped an album. Like fuck this right. announcement shit. Right. I agree. Why is an announcement necessary, right? Like, think about it. the 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 best projects to me are the the surprise, the sneak attacks, like Beyonce shit. She never announces shit. It's just you wake up one day and then you have a whole visual album in, in your phone. Like, but they can do that. I think I think he has a I think he has a fetish with being criticized by Charlamagne and uh, Joe Budden at this point. Mm. Possible. I can't say. I is still he, think is he going to have but... bars for Joe Button on his next album? It's corny at this point. You already know, though. I mean, we're not going to get it back and forth. Not the way that I would like to see it, uh, because uh, Joe said he's not going back in the booth. But he's only going to give Logic like about five minutes or whatever. So it's pointless. Yeah. Fair enough. Honestly, he didn't even have to bring him up. Uh, bring him up on the episode, but I guess it to, honestly, it was just a filler, just like. I'm doing it now, <laughs> and, I'm a, and I'm a Logic fan, so it's about that time. Yeah, it's corny. If it's corny, it's corny. <clears throat> I swear to God, you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna do an album over all Nas songs and call it call it Ill Logic. <laughs> all right, uh, th- Yo, this is we're done. Illogical. <laughs> Carry on. All right, we I got some albums to review this week. I you guys, give us an idea. Did you guys do your fucking homework this week? We, we got two albums to review. My dog ate it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Where my dog's at? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Sky Zoo, The Brilliant Things. Hey. Take my money. Take your money? You want to know You want to know a fun fact about that guy? What? He was born the same year, the same month, a day apart. Opposite sides of the planet. Okay, what does that mean about the music, though? How do you like? It's dope because he's a fellow Capricorn. No, the, the album was uh, that shit was smooth. It should be in two genres because it had like a jazz type feel to it. Okay, I liked it. It was okay. Um, the jazz feel to it. It was almost like the gang stars. Told you it was like an old to two thousand nineties. Had a little that sound. So it was cool. It was cool. I, I had I had three plays out of it. I'm good now. You play. You played it through three, three times. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay well, to be honest with you, because it kind of played in the background, and because I had to review it, so I had to go back and listen to it again. So you got three out of me. All right. All right. Fair, Mary. She I am unprepared. Shit. She yeah. that shit. Sorry. I'm sorry. I gave her cliff notes. 
best track off the album. Which one you guys pick? Damn, put me on the spot now. Hold on. Uh, Bill, you, you, I like, you, you gave it money. You about to give it money. Um, Bodega Flowers. No, no, no. I that mm, that might be the least track, but that was still it was still solid. It's the last track. What's the last track called? Uh, and I think it was, that's what it was called. Yeah. I I was just listening to it. Yeah, I like that one. Bed is burning is dope too. I mean, the album's dope as a whole, but I think it's a soothing rap album. Yeah, soothing rap album. <laughs> Sonically, <clears throat> then you can play his. You can play his. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know if this is. Um. I don't. I don't see it as disrespect, but it, this is like elevator music. If you're cleaning yourself, you don't know if that's disrespect. I mean, uh, depending on how people take it. I, I, I mean, he means he means it's elevator music that you enjoy. In your background, your background music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Elevator music is like you're here for a couple of seconds. It's just to soothe you. The background music. I can I can hear the background music. Hey, but Marquis, depending on how high you going up. <laughs> All right. Yo, I swear to God, I swear to God, I feel like Jake Crowder going up to Alan Dayton. He just catching the alley oops, bro. He just catching the alley oops, man. Propped up, Phoenix, beating the Clippers. Sorry. The album that I didn't want to review, that I hated, that I don't want to talk about, but fuck it, I know people are gonna be asking about Amigos Culture Three. Oh yeah, straight. Fire, like oh. I got it. I threw it in, lit it on fire, like literally. Again. This was this was probably oh. premium. This was premium, probably the highest seven cans of shark shit. Respectfully, um, I didn't hate it, but I went into it knowing what to expect. You know what I mean? Like it was Amigos album. It was the same exact thing all the other ones are. See. And I guess that's where I differ at because before, and I and I said this basically last week, so I'm just gonna repeat it a little bit. But before, you can always feel the Migos energy, whether you like their rapping style, you like their content, you like their music. There's there's something always energetic about a Migos track. This really felt like like at the end of the Five Heartbeats when they try to get on there and dance at the end, and they didn't quite have it. That's what this felt like. Like it really felt like they're just over this shit. Like that's what this felt like. Yeah. Um. I didn't quite feel that uh, way. Adult and work. <laughs> like it's, it's like if a drug dealer is still is still selling dime bags at fifty. You're like, damn, I gotta go do this shit again. Like that's what this album felt like. <laughs> Nigga, you still on the block? You know. Exactly. Like, <laughs> again, I'm always. Going I mean, maybe we're tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Like. First of all, that style was a fad, kind of, I feel. So now it might be... I mean, I will tell you one thing. The youngins that I have observed are still with it, though. And that straightening joint is definitely bumping on the airwaves, so... All right. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. Mm -hmm. Listen, this shit is fucking garbage. I, I, I... Look, there's not... I try not to shit on albums. I try when I, when I, when I even have critiques or try to do it constructively all i can say on this is that they played it safe they feel tired of it they may not even like each other anymore i don't know what the fuck this album felt like but all i can say i feel a hundred percent confident in saying i will never listen to this motherfucking album again a day in my life and I, my mm. life is better for it i'm sorry you had to go through that it's, it was tragic it was tragic how did that my, my feelings are hurt um 
But we have to get into Black People Like Rock 2, presented by the one and only Marquis. Marquis, what you got for us this week? My friend, um, <clears throat> so now that we're uh, opening America again, and we're about to uh, enjoy the concert experience in its summertime, uh, I'm a big fan of some of the musicians that are about to perform. Actually, my brother and I got tickets to the Corn Stained uh, at the PNC Art Center, which is, you know, they put on a really great show. We'd love to ask. Have you guys attended any good rock shows or shows that you felt were impactful to you? Please share. So the only time that I've really seen a rock tour um, live was uh, Jay-Z and Linkin Park did a couple of shows together after that album dropped. And I went to go see that. And Linkin Park did some of their songs before Jay came out and after. And uh, it was a fucking experience. So, So... For me, I don't think I've ever went to a complete rock show. Um, but um, during my time at Global Citizen, um, you know, definitely saw a few bands perform as part of that. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's the closest I've come. But I've never, like, purchased tickets for as big, like, my days of really being into rock, I was like in my teenage years or like broke college days, not old enough to like to afford tickets to things. <laughs> but yeah, I saw Coldplay with Global Citizen. I'm trying to think of who else. That's, yeah, that gotta be a nice one. No, it was dope. <laughs> it was dope. There were a couple of dope bands that performed there. But yeah, that's my story. Okay. Baylor. Yeah, the closest I've ever come to a live rock. Uh, concert is uh, my neighbors when they open up their garage. <laughs> but they, I mean, it was it was a lot of yelling and a lot of drum play, and it was loud and energized and a lot of yelling again. So mm. yeah, and it was free. So no doubt, I'm not, no doubt. I'm not about to argue with that. Like I'm, I'm pulling up. Like literally, I'm pulling up to get in my garage because their garage is open. I regret. 311 was touring like two summers mm. ago or three, and I regret not going to that. I heard it was phenomenal. A band that I yeah. wish I got to see live is Queens of the Stone Age. I really mm. wish I would have got to see them live, like at their height. Yeah, yeah. I so I saw I saw Blink 182 and No Doubt um, years mm. ago. Mm. Okay, mm. that was that must that have been amazing. amazing. That was amazing, and the the base the basis for um. Uh, did he play an upright bass? No, this wasn't that one. I saw, um, that was amazing. I saw Soundgarden and Nine Inch Nails before Chris Cornell passed. That was amazing. Wow. Yeah, that was his vocal range. His, his, oh my God. Because he, he doesn't sing low. That's why he had it, um, Eddie Vedder on um, Temple, of, Temple of the Dog um, to hit those baritone notes. And his range is insane. Just hearing that man sing. And he's tiny too. Him and Prince. He's like a white prince, seriously. They're like the same height. Mm. And his voice is like it's insane. But um I I regret never getting a chance to see Prince. Every time I try to see Prince, the shit was sold out before I this mm-hmm. is, you know, when you try to purchase a ticket, the shit sold out in like nine seconds. Um and Tool. I saw Tool and um uh, Metallica. Actually I saw a lot, but those are some impactful um bands. And I think I talked about it before. When you experience something like Tool. You don't look at the vocalist as the lead singer. Everybody's just an instrument. That's why the lead singer isn't in front. They're all in different squares. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a different experience. Hip hop is cool. I don't want to rap with you. Like I don't want to do your lyrics for you. 
because you should know your shit. I mean, it's great to do it with you, but when you stop and do that, and no, nah, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm good with it, but the live instruments, some people bring it. Like, I can imagine what a DMX experience is like, well, aside from the Hard Knock Life tour, but a full DMX, you know, experience and everything. But here in rock music, the vocals never change. It's always that, that impact of the music, that vibe that you feel. So I can imagine hearing the Black Parade live, mm-hmm. that must be an amazing fucking experience. I wish I would have got to see Green Day, too. Mm-hmm. Me too. So, that's it for me. Well, moving on, TV and film section. Dr. Dre is is uh, making a Marvin Gaye uh, biopic movie called The Story of My Life. Uh, the script was picked up by Warner Brothers. Uh, they bought it for eighty million dollars. So Jesus that would that just to just for the rights to the script. That's not even the budget for the film goes into the budget of the film. So that would say at least to me that there's something hopefully special. In this and the fact that Dr. Dre is involved, we all know that he's a huge Marvin Gaye fan. Um, you know, we we love seeing stories from our artists and hopefully getting to see new sides of them that we don't. The family's involved in this one, the record label's involved in this one, so it shouldn't be an issue of having the music actually be a part of it as uh, that happens with some of these biopics. Are you guys excited about getting the Marvin Gaye story? Of course. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... Is that a question? (laughs) Like, Marvin Gaye really is, like, a legend who I feel like was very mysterious in a lot of ways. And it's like, you felt like you knew him and his struggle through his music, but then, like, the events of his life and the tragedy surrounding him kind of make you, like, what the fuck was really going on? (laughs) So... Not pun not intended, but it did apply. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I'm hyped for it. And come on, Dre, like that's gonna be dope. Who's, who wrote? Who's who, they don't have a director? Um, yeah, right. Or no the screenplay writer yet? Right. No director attached. The script was written by Marcus Gardley. Um, I don't know what else he's done. I can look it up real quick while you guys are talking. Though, see if it's so that eighty million dollars for that though. That's that's significant. Yeah. And is we we also think about this. We've never actually seen anything about him, any other movies or anything related to that. So the fact that it took this long, the family must you know sign off on it. This must be a really great fucking story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I mean, the script do... the script writer on this actually has never written an actual feature film. He's written a lot of plays. None that I've heard of by name. Uh, he's adapted some Shakespeare stuff for a more modern audience back in 2014. But yeah, other than that, he has had 11 nominations for theater awards. So okay, okay. Well, we see we seen theater bring to the screen, so the big screen, so we can see it. It's your time to shine. Right. In the words of the in the words of the black community, Any, don't fuck anyone it up. that you guys don't can fuck think, it up. To, think. Uh, who you want to see cast as Marvin Gaye? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Jerome, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know anybody. No, um, that's not a bad one. Jamming Jerome. Jerome. Joe, I think his name's Joseph Ammon, right? In real life, I, I actually like that. I got a Twitter. I got a Twitter follower that looked exactly identical to him. Uh, but he's not like a <laughs> no seriously. I, I think his name is like they. He really looks like Marvin Gaye. I think he got some ties to him too. But um, no, I I, I don't oh, know yet. Well, I just did a quick search. So since me putting this on the list, there has been an update. Alan Hughes is going to be directing the film. Yeah. 
I want to say I knew that too. I, After, okay. When I looked up the when I looked up the info, well, I mean, his I name was in the, the it's it was name was in the, he was a producer listed who produced it with Dr. Dre in the in the article that I found, but I guess he just decided they just decided he's actually going to direct the film also. And that, that's the article I'm talking about. That's where I seen his name. Mm, okay. All right. Well, even better. Mm. Uh, but as far as people people to play Marvin Gaye. I don't know. That's a hard one, man. It is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, say honestly, I, I hope, I hope they cast the unknown. Go ahead. Go ahead no, man, I'm just gonna, please. No, just Marky, stop, stop doing that. Stop doing that. I just, <laughs> when are we gonna get? When are we gonna give? Um, when are we gonna get Marlon Wayne's a shot? I'm just saying to play Marvin Gaye. Hey, man, because they took Richard Pryor from him. Oh man, let's just keep going. All right, moving on to the next He's one. He's actually a good actor. Moving on to the next one. Did you guys catch up on the shot yet? No. no good. Really Listen, power. this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. I'm actually ready to give the fuck up on this show. I'm tired of this shit. The fact that this shit's becoming a, a, like a, a fucking Saved by the Bell show, I'm over all this shit. I'm tired of all of it. Fuck this shit. You said Saved by the Bell. I'm, t- I'm tired no, of this shit. That just made me intrigued because I'm a huge Saved by the Bell fan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this show. All right, let's review Fatherhood. Tell us, tell us, tell us more how you feel. Listen, this show is fucking like the fact that uh, we, I mean, we it's, we talked about the issue so far. It's really just the fact that they're rela- relying so hard on the the kids at this point. Bro, stop playing that shit. Go ahead, tell us, baby. I'm listening, bro. Tell us. I hate it when you do that shit. I used to talk about people who play music over their phones on podcasts. You do this shit every week now. Every week, brother. Not every week. I just do it. Oh, no. I know. He's so bad in real life, too. <laughs> if you're like on the phone happen. and talking about someone, he'll do that. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. I, I love Say by the Bell. Oh, Me man. too. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Now nobody's kill all these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> god kids, everybody, shoot yeah, all these motherfuckers! There was Lisa Turtle, and and Slater was not white. <laughs> He's white too, though, right? Oh, I would love the way you see what he thought about. I mean, nights. he's a little brown. <laughs> he would fit nights. <laughs> He what do you guys think about Steven that would Spielberg have been their version of a real Dominican? <laughs> Steven Spielberg directing the new West Side Story with an all Latin cast, and he's the white man directing. How do you guys feel about that? Did you guys hear about that? And, and okay, Lin-Manuel no, I wrote, didn't. And Lin Manuel wrote that too. Did he? <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he rewrote the songs. Well, he did a color purple, so yeah, no, we might need to revisit that. That, that, it may be more problematic that you just said that because I mean, when you really go back and look at that movie, did that really do us any favors? It gave us some good meaning. So you do right by me. I'm you just saying. Show is ugly. Fatherhood. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh my lantern. Oh my god. Oh uh, man, I ain't dealing with these people. Oh my god. <laughs> What do you mean, mean these people? people? Yeah, what do you mean, you people? You do a lot you doing a lot of talking from from the from from the field to the porch, boy. 
Hey, control <laughs> this ship now. Townhouse nigga. You townhouse nigga. They should have never gave you niggas a podcast. <laughs> they should have never gave you niggas a podcast. All right, we got to stop. We Fuck your show, nigga. Start. Fuck your show. Fatherhood, Kevin Hart. What do you guys think? This is Kevin Hart's best movie. Best act, actual acting performance. The fact that... 1A, 1B. You think so? Yeah, the upside. What other movie did he act in? Like, what? What? What is our barometer here? Like, wait, hold the on. The upside. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. the upside he was yeah. good in actually. Yeah, the upside and it was, was like real somewhat good. serious. No, I, yeah, I no, I agree with the upside. That movie. Yeah. Okay, was he the lead actor? He actually yeah. was. No, he wasn't. Ryan Cranston was. Come on now. Was more supporting than lead. It yeah. Was his story. Upside. It was Kevin Hart. And the most support. The most support he got was from. I ain't gonna say that. Um, I thought both. Of, I thought those are his top two movies, though. I'll put it to you like that. That's fair. Fatherhood was emotional. Um, yeah, but it was it it was good though. It was good. A lot of people had a problem with it though, really? but you know that's I, how we I've are. only seen praise for it for the most part. Yeah, oh, but it was man. based on a true story about like a white man from Minnesota. So now Hayes might want to cancel it. <laughs> Well, but I yeah, it. because it's about a white man. What, what are you? What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> what are you? What, what have you said this whole? What is the narrative episode? that we are going with here on this show right now? What is happening right now? <laughs> you just said everyone on Saved by the Bell should die. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. Shit. You want to kill off Zach and Kelly? <laughs> Fuck Zach and Kelly. Bring to Damn. Lisa. Lisa. Right. What about Lisa? Lisa now because of the way her life went, she can get it too. She needs to get shot too. Fuck her. But what did she do? I thought she had a horrible skin disease and disappeared. What happened? Do y'all not remember the Trump comments? Are we forgetting Lark Voorhees was basically a mini Candace Owens no, at I one thought, point? You know they paid her. I didn't know that. I thought oh. that was clueless. I thought that was Stacey oh, Dash. Stacey Dash. Dash. Yeah, Stacey Dash did and then she came back to the to the I was gonna say the, the light side, but no, she came dark back side. to the dark side. Thank God, but no, like, did we let Stacey Dash come back? I mean, I, I yes. Right, I thought she was still canceled. Come on now, y'all know people don't stay canceled. So Lark Lark Voorhees was Lark Voorhees. Go go and go and Google it. She was just as bad. She was, she was doing a Candace Owens. She was just trying to get a name out there. Mm-hmm. I ain't see. I ain't wow. Hear All right. Well, then forget her too. I guess, but. What does Zach Morris do? Yeah, what did he do? What does Zach yeah, Morris what do? Did he do? He's just white. I'm telling you, this is this is Hayes. <laughs> you can't this, like fatherhood, bro. I hate that this is the narrative <laughs> that we're going with, man. I hate that this is what's happening. We, 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 we a lot of people. I don't see. You see what he do? You see what he do? You see what he do? Something to come <laughs> up, like someone in the basement, and they see no, and everybody else not him. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. Yo, man. you kind you kind of got a good point because he he did go wrong. I don't like this. Everybody dies. Dude, why y'all doing this? What's going on? You're supposed to promote unity. He did. Yeah. And, I thought, and at first, I thought he was talking about the. I thought he was talking about the shy characters. I was like, damn, that's crazy. But say by the bell, that's just that's just wrong, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody have anything left to say on fatherhood, you bastards? No. No? Right. I had a father. Did you? 
That probably nah, yeah. let's really not go there. Come on. Father. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. All right. So that's it for fatherhood. Uh last topic of the day. Speaking of said- <laughs> Go ahead. Like Hayes may want to kill off my dad, so I'm not gonna bring him. Your dad's Italian. He's good. It's all good. No. Hey, I got, I got, I got an idea. Nobody has to die. How about that? Right. Everybody, everybody dies. We don't condone violence on this show. In sense. In a Tibetan sense, everybody dies. Yeah. Everybody dies. Top five comedians. Or does anyone die? Baylor, Baylor really? wanted us to all bring our top five. Well, he wanted top 16. Ain't nobody got time. We would be here for hours arguing comedians. Top five comedians each. Who wants to go first? So Baylor brought it up. Yeah, Baylor. Go ahead. Take it. I got Chappelle. I got Chris Rock. In order? Got, in order? Oh, we doing it in order? No, no I, was, I was just asking you. No, we're doing do it in order. in order. Top oh, five. Shit. Oh, they gonna hate me. <laughs> no, All man. Right. I don't go. like doing things in order. So, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. What's, what, what you gotta say? What you gotta say? Before I go with my top five, I want to know what you gonna add on. Comedians, we're talking stand up and stand up comedians. Just stand up. Stand up, period, right? Stand up Okay. Right. So, I got, I got Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. Martin Lawrence, and y'all gonna hate me for the fifth spot, but uh, I'm going. I'm going to indie with this. I got Mike Epps. Nah, I'm. I don't hate you at all. Mike Epps, when he was funny, definitely is in that top five. <laughs> yeah, when he, he has. Funny. He has. He his his sense of humor. <clears throat> I can relate to a lot, but I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Let me alone. I can too. Let me alone. I can too. Yeah, I can see Let that. me alone. Yeah, okay. Mary on the same page. You want? We, we oh, yeah, you can are, Baylor. You know. You know. Okay, so my number one is going to be Richard Pryor, mm. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, fuck, and then this gets challenging. Um, all right, I guess I'm going to have to go Dave Chappelle, and I would put Mike Epps, but, but I have to represent for the ladies, and there was this one chick from Def Comedy Jam that used to have me in stitches. Her name was Samore. Oh, that's my boo. Oh, that's my boo. Yeah. We all, we we all know together. her and her titties very well. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna go with her for number five. All right. That's my boo. Marquis said his number one is Bill Cosby because he learned a lot from Dylon. Dylon. You be shooting. So you know what it is? When he feels attacked, he throws a little subtle ones and laugh at it like, oh, I'm joking, but I really mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, bro. I understand. So, number one, I'm gonna go with Dave Chappelle. Two, Eddie Murphy. Three, Richard Pryor. Four, Robin Williams. Mm. Oh, five. okay. Respect. Five, Bill Cosby. My number five is. Mm. Wait, you serious? Yep. Uh, I I'm not mad at this list. No, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. I mean, you gotta sometimes separate the art, the art, the art from the right. artist. And like, you can't, you can't. Anybody who would who would say that Bill Cosby is not one of the best stand up comedians of all time is I I get why because of what happened. But I mean, you gotta acknowledge he rapes, but he saved. But I like Robin Williams outside of stand up though. Yeah, yeah, yeah me great. too. Both. He was. A, he, he did three stand up. I'm not taking. I'm not taking that away from him. But and, his, his his movies, like my yeah, he pulls at my heart when we talk about him. And one him. person that I got, uh, he didn't make my top five. But just since we're on it, 
for people who only know the Seinfeld show, they don't really know Jerry Seinfeld's mm, sense of humor. His stand up, fucking spectacular. He definitely would be in the top true. ten if I had to make one. He um, is different. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's hear yours. Hey. All right, uh, Richard Pryor's number one, Eddie Murphy's number two, um, mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle number three, uh, Chris Rock number four, and then I got a little mm-hmm. Bill Burr number five. Okay, I'm not okay. That. okay. So I think I want to make an honorable mention. Go well, for it. I I got like three honorable mentions. Okay. John Wooden. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What are the two? Um, Mac. Bernie Mac. Oh yeah. shit! I said John with his spoon, Bernie Mac. Yeah, we forgot him. Oh, I didn't. And I'm I'm having like a delay or something. Um, and Pops from House Party. What's his name? Robin. Oh, Robin oh, Harris. Yeah. You talking about Robin? You talking about Robin Harris? Yeah. David. Hey. David. Yeah. Okay, uh, so one, one of my honorable mentions, other than Jerry Seinfeld, got to go to Patrice O'Neill. Now, granted. He probably wouldn't be in my top ten, but since he, we're just doing honorable mentions, he has two stand-up specials. One is okay, but the other one I can't remember the name of. It's on Netflix. Is fucking. I was in stitches the whole fucking. The way that he came out, I started laughing. So this was the hey, one he had. Know, um, the family, the guy who stuttered, the family member who stutters. Yes, that one. Yes, fucking hilarious. Hey, hey, you know who I compare him to? Ooh. To me, just through my through my lens, that's that's like big. He wasn't here long enough. Mm, that's fair. But it's still, but it's still a legend. That's fair. And my honorable mention is my honorable mm-hmm. mention is earthquake. Mm. So okay, I love that. Uh, another so, honorable mention, just because I've seen him live more than any other comedian, I don't know any stand-up like specials he's had, so I, I understand he's not going to make the list. But I'll tell you, every single time I have ever seen Bruce Bruce uh, live, it has been a fucking experience from start to finish. No, Bruce Bruce is coming out here in a couple of months too. So. Wow, I've seen y'all Bruce got me wanting to watch the old deaf comedy jams now. Word, word. Oh, it's all, you know, you know what? On One day we should we should seriously get together. And we should do a live watch party online through the Facebook group and do some shit like that. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, they, they have they have um, Def Comedy Jam on a uh, Peacock. Okay. okay. I thought it was on Hulu too, but maybe or Prime. It's probably, maybe it's Prime. It's probably on both. Yeah. I gotta throw. I gotta do some honorable mentions here. <clears throat> Cat Williams. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. How did we not name him? I don't think he's yeah. top five, but he's no, like no, said, no, 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 no. Honorable 10. mention. Yeah. You top ten? He'll be in my top ten. He'll be in my top ten. Okay. I got a lot of I got a lot of backlash from this because I actually got an episode talking about comedians. He had to me I think he only had one stand up. But to me it was it was funny. Uh Bill Bellamy had a good stand up before. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was thinking he has, uh, he has two, I think. Uh, honestly, I think he has two that are really good. Okay. Sinbad. On the same page today. Sinbad. Sinbad. How did uh, we forget him? <laughs> And one comedian, I hate to admit, I didn't like him until I actually started paying attention to what he was saying, how he said it. Louis C.K. Fuck yeah. The motherfucker is hilarious. That motherfucker is hilarious. <laughs> it is true. Fuck. I got to give it to him. Yeah. It's true. I, I don't like I that he feel... says nigger in the stand-ups, but hard ER, mm-hmm. but, you know. But, yeah. again, he delivered. Here goes you know, Hayes you know excuse. He's <laughs> going away, right? Now he you know, must you know. die off. <laughs> How we feel about uh how we feel about Wanda Sight? Top fifteen. Yeah. Not top ten. I would yeah. put it up. Well, I would no, put it are you saying top fifteen? Because if you're saying top fifteen I put Ellen all for the, her. co-ed, that's pretty damn good. 
I would have to actually list it out, but just off the top, like she's definitely top twenty, maybe top fifteen. Coed? Yeah. Ooh, no. High praise. I'm not mad. I put Dion Cole, Dion Cole before I put her. He coming out here too. He now that he's he funny. He's funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's funny. All right. Woody oh, Allen. The rip. Again. Oh, I, you, 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 there's no way Wanda, Wanda Sykes would make it there. With Woody Allen, like, come on, no, 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 no. You can't put him before Paul Mooney. I guess if, if we're doing a co-ed all black, probably, I yeah, all like Chris Rock. We we Chris we didn't we didn't bring Rock. up we didn't we didn't bring up the other two. Because uh, yeah. like Chris, like Chris you gotta think like George Carlin is getting is getting mm. in the top top. Fifteen, twenty, for sure. Yeah. Are, are we yeah. throwing? Are we throwing the whole kings of comedy in the top fifteen? No, fuck no. No, this dude. What's his name? Ain't funny. Um. Oh my god, he's not funny. He's no. He's funny. He has his moments. Y'all cannot. But see, the thing is, Dio Hughley. I don't. I don't is, really find him funny. It's TV movie funny. Stand up funny. I've never really liked. Right. Like, so there's a different. There's different levels to it. So then. Uh, I think Kevin Hart is funnier than Wanda Sykes. Yeah, Kevin. Hart I told you. I, t- sure. I, t- I told you. That's I why I can't see Wanda Sykes 15. in that top twenty-five, twenty. I can't see that. I feel like I feel like brackets are coming. I told y'all there's some names out there. I feel like cause shit. We ain't even mentioned Red Fox. Mm. No, I did not. So we just listed like like twenty comedians right there. So at least, yeah. yeah. And only mentioned yeah. and and really only mentioned like two or three women. I know. I, shame on me as the first lady. You know, you know, you know. I mean, she's Listen, been put- quote on. I was about to say she's been Monique, problematic, right? but Monique got a fan base. Yeah, yo, she got us, a fan base. Us, for, fine, us she... four, us four don't have to like it, but what I'm saying in general, she still got to get ranked. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn, yeah, Jamie Foxx somewhere. Oh, I Jamie know Fox. Jamie Foxx. Do, do Jamie Foxx got a Tracy Morgan? Uh, there. Tracy Morgan. Oh yeah, mm. Tracy Morgan's up there too. Mm. All right, we, we Whoopi Goldberg. Didn't she do stand up too? I can yeah, honestly say I don't think I've ever seen the Whoop. I'm not saying she hasn't done it, but I don't think I've ever watched the Whoopi Goldberg stand up. What about Wayne? Mm. Damon Wayne stand up. Yo, Damon Wayne. Damon Wayne wait, had two great stand up. Wait, who's better stand up, Keenan or Damon? Damon. Uh, but I think stand up. Stand up. Two stand ups. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I might the OJ thing? The OJ? Hell no. That I gotta go shit. with Dave. I gotta go with David Hayes. I I do. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's a landslide, but yeah. Yo, we just come on, man. That's like 30 comedians we just said, mm. and we didn't even get into like we didn't even get into like the cast that was on Dev Comedy Jam that was funny. That didn't, you know, that that wasn't necessarily. A household name nationally, yeah. but in the in the black in the black houses, we know them. Like I just said, earthquake. A lot of people don't know about earthquake. Yeah. Earthquake is legendary. Yeah. What about what, what's this dude? Huncho, Muncho, Muncho. What is it? Or whatever. I forgot his. I forgot who he was. Little little dude. He was oh. on the Comedy Jam towards the end. When um uh, what's this dude with the co-star with Tupac? Oh oh. Who opened up for? Damn, is he funny? Oh, Man. you talking about you got you talking about Tory Guy Tory? Yeah, Guy Tory. Yeah. yeah. Joe Tory's funny. See, Joe Tory, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we in trouble. This is going to be hard. Joe Tory? Was it Joe Tory or Guy Tory? Guy Tory's his brother. Joe Tory's the one who um, was well, hosting. Which one? Okay. All right. All right. 
We went down that rabbit hole. That's been it. That's another episode of the Breaks Radio. <laughs> we're going to give you social media, any feedback, whatever. Mary, go ahead. Donald Glover. I have to think about that. Is Mary frozen? Yep, she's frozen. Mary is frozen. So you guys can follow Mary though. at Miss Mary Almonte. You can also follow her at Just Spice and at Young Urban Moms to support all the things that she is working on. So make sure you go and follow her. Baylor, go and give me a social media. At Baylorism on Twitter, at Baylor the Great on everything else, at um at your mama house watching uh Black uh Death County Museum drinking Kool-Aid. I got too much sugar in it. Mm. Mm. Four right. scoops. And I'm sitting on the floor. All right, Marquis, go ahead and give me your social media. <laughs> I'm Marquis, and I approve that message. You can find me at CEO Hayes at your baby mama's house eating your kids' fruit snacks and throwing them at you. Never mind. I was going to say some, a uterus joke. And hating all the white people. Um, blaming it on us. First of all, first of all, white people have terrible choice in fruit snacks. So fuck all that. <laughs> Kiwi said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can follow us collectively at oh, The Breaks Radio. You can no, send us any feedback, questions, comments, <laughs> concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for all things hip-hop and black culture. We're out this bitch. Shot Kittery said. Better not bring your kids.